Welcome to the As Is Sis podcast, a place for women of all sizes, shades, and imperfections. Our goal is to embrace the movement of perfectly made and as is, period. Our personal talks could get a bit deep, spicy, and real because our Lord and Creator meant us to be that way. Our purpose is to encourage all women to find the beauty beyond the skin while reflecting on our lives as is through discussions, funny stories, and serious topics. And just by clicking subscribe, you'll be welcomed into our sisterhood and help us redefine the idea of as is, sis. Now here's your as is host, Michaela. Hey, sis, thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to pick up on our series that My Body is a Temple, part three. If you tuned in the last several episodes, you will hear us cover intuitive eating and drinking. And week three, we are going to jump into uh, one of our hot topics of sex. And um, it took me a long time to commit to this one because I, I really wanted to get it right. And the Lord told me, I'm never going to get anything perfect, and that's okay. You can still speak from um, a place that you've experienced healing, that you can encourage women in, and that is going to hopefully help bring freedom and break chains for other women out there. So let's kick off with some prayer. Dear Lord, I pray that you speak through my words today, that you change hearts, that you um, just remove any shame or condemnation because we know that is not from you, Father. I pray that um, you just stir in hearts to create changes in lives and that um, you draw your daughters near to you and the perfect plan and will that you have for their lives. All right, with that, let's jump in. So you might be asking, um, why is this a topic for as is sis? You know, some someone that's trying to encourage women that they're perfectly made as is, how does this play into that? And that's a great question um, and one that I definitely want to speak to and answer this morning. So as many of you have listened to my testimony, um, these topics are all very much tied to the experiences that the Lord had me walk through. Um, and that he has brought me healing in. And so as I shared before, you know, as a young girl, I struggled with uh, my body image and that led me to turn to things like achievements, um, like sports, like men and finding their attention and using that as a way to feel like I was beautiful, that I was sexy and So that led me down this promiscuous path that really just caused so much brokenness and pain in my life because I wasn't living um, in the way that the Lord designed sex uh, in marriage. And so that's why um, I'm talking about this today because I hope that I can reach um, some young girls that haven't turned to this yet um, and, and just speak truth and let them know Let you know that this is not what's going to make you um, recognize your worth. Um, If anything, it's going to bring you farther from that. And instead, I hope that you tap into what the Lord says about you and how he made you. 
um, and, and for my other sisters that um, have maybe found themselves in this path, in this uh, place where you are engaging um, in sex or maybe living with a boyfriend or a fiance or whatever it may be, I want to just encourage you that it is never too late to uh, to make a change, to, to shift that in your life and to um, turn to the way that the Lord has called you to live. And I say that very uh, with a, a soft heart because I don't want you to receive that as something you need to be ashamed about, right? It's something that I've certainly walked in um, before. And I think that a lot of times we keep secret or we um, try to justify whatever it is. I don't want you to feel shame. I just want you to know that the Lord has something so much better for you. That when we live in his will and, and are obedient to how he calls us to live, it just, um, man, it just brings so much freedom and healing and allows us to walk in the truth of who we are and, and how we were designed to live. Um, so let's dive in. Um, with sex, there's a couple of different verses that I just want to highlight and and speak to um, that are foundational in, in how I have really reframed um, my life and, and living in relationship. So the first verse that I'm going to read is from 1 Corinthians 6, 17 through 20. But the person who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Man, this has been the foundational verses across this series, but I expanded on this one because I want to highlight how it says that sexual sin is one that so clearly affects our body. It is just um, something that we are engaging in that's going to have major impacts on us, on our heart, on our relationships. And so I just want to highlight that for you. And I know personally in my life, I've heard so many messages and I've let them go in one ear and out the other. Um, but, oh, it's just so core in that I was living in so many broken relationships. And for so long, it took me so long to get out of them because I was engaging in sexual activities that clouded my judgment, that made me feel like I was in love and, and the hormones that uh, are released that the Lord created for us to come closer to our spouse um, were just really keeping me in um, these toxic relationships. And so I I hope that that just kind of starts to stir in your heart to say, hmm, am I staying in something because of this? Because it's quite possible that you are. Um, and if that is where you found yourself, um, again, I don't want you to, to sit in shame or think that you can't be forgiven or you've already gone this far, there's no going back. Because that's not the case. In 1 John 1, 9, it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So that's an open invitation to say, 
Father, um, I'm sorry that I haven't been living in your will, but I want to change that. I, maybe that means that you're supposed to break up with your boyfriend. Maybe it doesn't. That that doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship has to be over. It just has to be something that you come to the Lord and say, help us live in a different way and, and have that conversation with your significant other and say, hey, um, I really care about this relationship, but I also care about my re- relationship with the Lord and how he calls us to live um, and, and see if that's something that you can walk forward in together. I know for me in the past, oftentimes when I was in those types of relationships, though, I was with a guy that wasn't necessarily walking close with the Lord. And so was maybe not going to have those same convictions, but everybody's different. And so you have to really press into the Lord and pray about it and see what does he say? And uh, are you being obedient or are you uh, listening to uh, your, <laughs> your, your sexual desires and lust? Which um, is another verse that I want to, to turn into, which is 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8. God's will is for you to be holy, so stay away from all sexual sin. Then each of you will control his own body and live in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion, like the pagans who do not know God and his ways. Never harm or cheat a fellow believer in this matter by violating his wife. For the Lord avenges all such sins, and he has solemnly warned you before. God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. Therefore, anyone who refuses to live by these rules is not disobeying human teaching, but is rejecting God who gives his Holy Spirit to you. For so long, I was just honestly rejecting God and knowing that this is something that he called me to, but not making my relationship with him important enough and honestly just not pressing into his word, into his will and enough to to really let that convict me. But you know, the Lord just relentlessly pursued me and the relationships that I had fail and the people that came into my life just to help speak truth into the way that I wasn't living it according to his His will for my life. And so um, I'm in a new season and I want to encourage you that you can be in that season as well, that you don't have to keep living in sexual sin. And um, I think This is something that you have to really uh, talk to the Lord about and not just do because somebody's telling you to do, not just doing because you heard it on a podcast, right? But to really understand your why. And so that's what I want to share with you a little bit more today is some of the reason behind my why and encourage you to to press into the Lord and and, uh, pray about what your why is because nothing is going to be lasting. Nothing is going to really make a change in your life if you don't have a good why behind it. And so as I started to press into this, I realized that my sexual sin was separating me from God and my relationship with him, that I wasn't hearing from him. I wasn't trying to hear from him. And uh, I just felt a distance that I was creating, not that he was creating. And so that was the, the core reason behind my heart shift but beyond that, it was because I wanted to live according to his will and and be obedient to how he encourages us to live and, and to wait for, for marriage because sex is so powerful and, and the Lord created it that way to help. He knows marriages are difficult, right? And so when we become one flesh, uh, it's just 
this game changer that the Lord has created to really bring our the spouses together. And so um, just realizing that uh, totally just pressed into my heart to say, okay, that's what I want for my marriage. And I, I don't want to keep bringing baggage from these past relationships into my marriage. And thankfully, the Lord is a redeemer and a healer. And I believe that he can cleanse that that those past experiences um, from our lives. It's not something that's easier that's going to happen overnight. But as we press into him, he can heal our hearts and and we can guard our minds from those past experiences so that we can walk into uh, a healthy uh, relationship. Um, and finally, I want to say the other part of my why is because I want to honor my body and I, I want to honor my husband's body. And so a big part of this is that um, I want to show my husband and vice versa that we can have self-control and then we can have respect. We can have boundaries before marriage because we're going to get married and experience temptations. That is a guarantee. There are going to be good-looking people, stressful times, people that come on to us. And if I did not practice self-control, if he did not practice self-control in those moments while we were dating, doesn't that um, kind of break your trust in the relationship? I know it does for me. And so that's an area that, has really been part of my why that on top of uh, just wanting to honor the Lord, to honor myself, to honor my husband, I also think it's going to help us have a healthier foundational relationship that's grounded in in trust and in the fruits of the spirit and the ability to have self-control and discernment, right? What are the situations that I'm putting myself in while I'm dating? That has just been, wow, such a a shift in how I've dated uh, these past few years. Um, before, I didn't really have good boundaries. I didn't really have a good why. So even when I was trying not to have sex, I, I would find myself in that situation because um, I didn't have the discernment or the the healthy boundaries or discussions that would keep us from falling into into that space. And so... Going into dating now, I have a totally fresh heart and instead of eyes to say, I'm not trying to push things as far as they can possibly go, right? I, I want a man who is going to look at me with awe and wonder, but to honor me, right? And, and, and not to feel like he needs to push to see if we're compatible, right? Because honestly, that's that's nonsense. The the compatibility of are we going to be sexually compatible, oh, that comes back based on what the Lord is building in your relationship, right? And so I have no doubts that my future husband and I are going to be completely sexually compatible and more so because we waited, because uh, it's building more intimacy and trust for us. And so I want to encourage you to think through the boundaries that that you want to take into a relationship or to have in your relationship. Um, for a long time, I was like, oh, I'll kiss on a first date or whatever. Like there, that's, there's no harm in that. And, and that's true. And this is different for every single person. But for me, setting that boundary that I don't want to kiss on a first date is part of just showing that I want to have a wise pace and that I'm going to let a man pursue me and, and work a little bit, right? 
um, work a lot bit. <laughs> there, there is no rush. We, we see a man's character over time and he can tell us all the things that we want to hear that he's willing to wait, that he aligns with our values, right? And those are great things. And I hope he, he says those things. But more importantly, I hope that he shows you those things. I hope that his actions line up with that. And so I want to encourage you to dig deep into the boundaries of, um, what you want to really, really put in place to help you not fall into temptation. And then get accountable, right? It's hard to uh, do all these things, to not get caught up and swept up in the moment of love. I love love. I totally understand that. So having a good just group around you that's going to encourage you in that and hold you accountable and say, you know, were you hanging out alone after 10 p.m.? Was that really... Uh, the best idea for you. Maybe maybe you're supposed to hang out with a group or maybe you're just supposed to go do an activity and maybe you have to have a scale of like when things are getting too hot. I don't know. There's all different types of boundaries out there, but I want to encourage you once you find your why, once you establish those boundaries, get accountable as well and have people that are going to help uh, encourage you in this newfound walk and um, and just speak life into where you're at. And uh, I know being accountable also is somewhere that it just brings to light the things that we're walking through, which keeps us from walking in shame, right? And so if we have a slip up, right, the enemy wants us to stay quiet and living in shame so that we keep repeating those same patterns. And so I just want to encourage you to press into the Lord and what he says about relationships, about um, sex, about how it separates us from him, and pray about your why. I hope that you can walk in the freedom and the healing and the confidence that you can wait for marriage and that if you haven't in the past, it's okay. The Lord is a redeemer and a healer, and he can use you where you're at right now. Thanks for tuning in, sis. Thank you for joining us on this episode of As Is, Sis. We really hope you found some inspiration through our meaningful talks and honest words of wisdom, joy, hope, and reality. It's okay to subscribe because you're welcome here in our sisterhood, where we embrace the real and perfect you, period. And for more information, head over to as-is-sis.com and find your beauty beyond your skin, because that's how our Lord and Creator meant us to be. We'll be here next time.